At Seattle's most prestigious elementary school, children are given the guidance they need. Deep breath in, deep breath out. To become good citizens of the world. Fortunately, this academy just hired the perfect teacher. Dolph Lundgren is Kindergarten Cop 2. This machine owes me Twitch bar. He's an undercover FBI agent looking for stolen data. How close are you to making a breakthrough? They're definitely warming up to me. And one of these kids holds the key. They are totally useless for reliable information. To uncover the truth, he'll have to use every trick in the book. They can smell fear. They're six. I have two mommies, and they tell me I shouldn't trust boys. Next! From Universal Pictures. They're children. I can handle this. Dude, you're dreaming. Hey, shut them up! Put that away! Comes an all-new movie. Things can spiral out of control very quickly. They're little monsters. <laughs> Mr. Lee gave us chocolate. She's funny. Starring Dolph Lundgren. All right, everybody, let's sit down. Indian style. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And Bill Bellamy. You don't say Indian style. <laughs> See what I got to deal with? Is that the other kindergarten teacher? She is fine. The school isn't what I expected. Tell me about it. Kindergarten Cop 2. That's how Zach Reed, kindergarten teacher, rolls. Own it on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD. Yeah. All right. Uh, go, Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the, who knows what week of Dolph Vegas it is. Uh, Dolph we, Vegas? I've lost, this last movie, Kindergarten Cop 2, what we watched has given me pudding brains. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it was. Uh, we went twelve it, rounds. It is the uh, it bastard. is the textbook definition of unnecessary sequel. The, yeah, this is like this is like like uh, a cash grab question mark cash like, what, grab. The, like, what money did this make? I, I mean, I, it had to have made. I think you said we were watching it. This this reeks of tax shelter. Now, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, well, I said that I for for art's sake i hope that it's a tax shelter because otherwise it has no reason to exist yeah it's um like it's offensive if it's not a tax shelter i'm trying to remember if i i, I remember really enjoying the first kindergarten cop but now i kind of want to rewatch it and go oh, i don't cool know i mean i we'll, we'll discuss i'm sure like the differences between the original and the similarities yeah um but so kindergarten cop 2 was the the quote unquote cash grab tax shelter that happened sixteen years later, just when the world was screaming for a fresh kindergarten cop film? It's a real uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, it's, it's Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh, what if it was kindergarten again. cop twenty forty nine? I mean, I might I might not be mad at kindergarten cop twenty forty nine. Dennis Denny Villanueva's kindergarten cop twenty forty nine. Baby Baby Goose. Baby Goose has to teach a kindergarten class, but before he does it, he has to go find Arnold out in the wasteland. No, he's got to find out if the kids are real. Oh, and it's just an extended bot camp test, but with, like, kids oh, saying vagina. Dude, it's, so, a whole, it's a whole kindergarten class full of replicant kids. Awesome. He's got to raise them. Oh, this is... So, on IMDb, there is no, like, no mention of the budget at yeah. all, which is strange. And one of the production companies, which is kind of funny to me, 
So this, for some it's reason, the Chinese government. So this movie has one, two, three, four, five different production companies. Universal one, released it, right? Like, yeah, Univer- no, Ima- Imagine did. Remember, yeah, they are they're under the Universal. Oh, they're the umbrella. umbrella. Okay, excuse me. Yeah, but uh, where's Arnold Production? Is one of them, which I can only assume is a production company that exists for movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger should be in, but aren't. That Ar- isn't. Oh, oh, oh shit! A we wild Alec appears. <laughs> <laughs> Name that Pokemon. <laughs> it's Alec. No, oh. it's Snorlax. Uh, yeah. Snorlax is the best. You're the one that I I didn't I didn't no negative connotation to that. It's my favorite one. No, Ghastly is my favorite one. I'm a big oh, God. Uh, Way to pick dud. Ghastly is not a dud, dude. He's like a ghost. He's cool. He's a ghost type Pokemon. Yeah, so am I. That is true. Mm. Oh. We All right. Just, we were just we were just talking about the uh, the secretive financials of Kindergarten Cop Two, and yeah, there's like no information on its budget like that I can find. <laughs> and it was made by Hey Arnold Productions or Where's Arnold? Where's or, Arnold <laughs> Productions? It maybe it was just made by some rich oh, wait, uh, like oh. Estonian that has beef with Albania. I found mm. I found something. F- uh, Fifteen million dollar budget. Holy! No, no, that's the original. Wow. This is the wow. original. Yeah, there's that no can't way. be right. That can't be right because it says fifteen million dollar budget and two hundred million dollar gross. There's no way. I feel like I feel like they had like I don't know, like Mercedes E class money, and they were like, we can either make this movie or we can buy a car. Let's just. No, I feel like the budget negotiations were like you can have one popsicle from the freezer. And they took the birdcage as well. All right, so okay, I keep finding... I can't find budget numbers, but it made $200,000 in, like, domestic, like, uh, sales, like, between streaming and, I guess, DVD. I don't know if that's good or not for this kind of movie. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's called deregulated blues. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, mm. Sean. I only watched one thing. One thing? Me. I watched uh, Kiki's Delivery Service because uh, I wanted to watch a movie where people actually cared about the product they were making for once. Yeah, Studio and, Ghibli. Yeah, that shit's still really good. Like They do that kind of like coming-of-age animated shit better than anybody. So, um, yeah, If you haven't seen it. I've never seen it. it. I'm not familiar not all the I studio, all the Studio Ghibli stuff that was on HBO Max now, I think. Yeah, it's also on Plex. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because I put them all. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were doing like a rewatch or something of them, but yeah, like I recommend all those. It's nice to hear Phil Hartman's voice again. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I've o- I've only seen two of their movies. I, it's a very it's a big black hole in my like cultural uh, purview or whatever. What's the, what's the gist of Kiki's delivery it, service? Uh, it's like every town has a witch that takes up residence and they all have to perform some function. She can't quite figure it out. So she kind of invents like magical Uber eats, but she sucks at it. It sounds charming. Actually. I, I think, I think Vance would really like it. Like uh, I'll give it a look. Yeah. It's very wholesome. Like I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it's not as good as like spirited away or my neighbor Totoro or however you actually pronounce that, but yeah. Uh, it's definitely better than most animated movies. 
and it's actually animated well. It lo- it's yeah. all hand-done. Looks great. Uh, but that's all I watched. Uh, Alec? Uh, I didn't watch anything. TJ? Hell yeah. Uh, I watched two things. One of them is tabled, and one of them I won't talk about very much because nobody cares besides me. I watched uh, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. It's the finale of Neon Genesis Evangelion Rebuild series, a series that has taken fucking 20 years to get fucking finished. Um, And it's a series that's had its ups and downs. I was kind of... I've kind of been against it and for it at equal parts during the entire run of this, and it's one of the rare cases where it completely redeemed itself. It's amazing. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. It's completely insane. Um, It would give me a brain hemorrhage to try to explain some of the sequences in this movie, Uh, but it's brilliant, and it's like a really fitting send-off to the whole series. Does it... uh give you like a better appreciation of the other movies because i know you weren't like super fond of a lot of the uh yeah i mean i'm still like it's still kind of it's still kind of uh annoying that it took 20 years for this i mean this series was supposed to have been finished in like 2012 (laughs) or something like they started this these in 2002 and it's like they just it, it ano Anno did Shin Godzilla in between these, and that's one of the reasons why it got so delayed. Uh, except and then, good. I'm, I'm glad yeah. it was delayed then. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, I love Shin Godzilla. But then Anno also like would come out in interviews and act like he didn't want anything to do with these movies. And that kind of led people to go, well, what the hell's going on? And I don't know. In the end, I thought it was fucking amazing. And on an animation level, like some of the stuff they pull off in this movie... I was telling Gogs, I was thinking about back when I was a kid, I used to have a bunch of the novelizations of movies. I don't know why. They must have been cheap books, because I had a bunch of them. Yeah, they get them at grocery stores. It's cheap and actually taking you to Are you talking movie. about literary films for pages? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm sure you guys had at least one or two of these in your house. Yeah. I had a I had lot. lot. I had lots of them for Nintendo games. I had the novelization of Blaster I had the, I Master. had those too. They dude, were the, the, the scholastic Nintendo game ones were insane. They like, were, yeah. dude, Blaster Master was an adult <laughs> novel. That like, that thing was dark. And that and Metal Gear and like the Metal Gear one has nothing to do with Metal Gear. It's like they just told them the title was Metal Gear. I remember the worst one that I had was the Spaceballs one, which is like if you can try to imagine to try to make uh, Spaceballs into a book and try to be funny, it was it was terrible. But anyway, I think I talked about it on the show. I had the Gremlins one, and it has Gizmo's like origins from another planet or some shit. It was based on the the yeah, original like, script. Yeah, I think you did mention that. Yeah. But uh, but I was thinking of the, if they still did that kind of thing. The poor son of a bitch that would have to try to figure out how to explain what's going on screen. Like half the time, it's like, well, this giant ship that's like made up of robots is like crashing into this force field that's made up of like human blood. And then there's thousands of other hundred foot robots that are like flying at this ship. And it's like they're dead. And they like, it's insane. It's fucking nuts. It's like visually amazing. Um, But I mean, it's great. I loved it. I will probably go back and watch the entire series now. If anybody's interested, you can watch all the rebuilds are on Amazon Prime now. Uh, The other little thing I will say right before I stop talking about this is that I I, I don't know. I don't know what happened when Netflix put Ava on Netflix because they got a whole new English voice cast. 
And people like me that love the show from the old days and the DVDs, it can't stand the new English voice cast. Well, the original voice cast is back for the, the rebuild. They've done all the rebuild films, and they're back for this one. So it was nice to like get those guys back to the characters that you like to hear them as. But I, I absolutely loved it. I um, I don't know. It was like a it was kind of an emotional movie for me. It felt a lot like how I felt after I watched the original final Ava movie, which is like a fucking masterpiece. It's very good. And I was not I was fully expecting to be disappointed. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. And then the other thing I watched is tabled. So Gogs. Uh, I uh, new st- I watched a bunch of anime shit with my kids that I've talked about a thousand times. Uh, the new things I've watched here on TV, the podcast is uh, I started. I meant to mention this the other week. I started watching Doom Patrol, which oh, I'm really, really enjoying. Mr. Rules, yeah. And I started watching the Harley Quinn animated show, yeah, which is also kicks ass. Like, I'm so I'm wondering if like all the best DC properties or things that DC just kind of just stays the fuck away from and doesn't really pay much attention to because I feel like they don't. I bet they're not investing a ton in either of those, and both of those are really entertaining and kind of like stuff I hadn't seen before. Um, the like what I've seen in Doom Patrol so far, I just I fucking love like Brendan Fraser's great in it, and I don't know if I've ever said that before. And uh, the, um, the Har- excuse me, sir, have you not seen <laughs> the Mummy? Oh, that and is true. The Mummy Returns. You, well, yeah. Actually, I did love Bedazzled, and I did love the Mummy. So never mind. Yeah. The, so good. Good on you, Brendan Fraser. You're back in a big way in a robot suit, and then yeah. And now he's going to be in some terrible sounding Darren Aronofsky movie, which is going to be bad. So and also apparently sounding Scorsese movie. Oh, apparently wow. he got he got blackballed forever for calling out yeah, he sexual got like, harassment in Hollywood. Yeah, I had and no now idea. Was like, oh, he was not lying. He was telling the truth the whole time. Oh. Yeah, I heard about that too. I I didn't. I had known nothing. I I knew nothing about him and the sexual harassment thing. It's terrible. That's like, awful. I, I I had heard there was a big like a big push about everybody was kind of like rooting for him recently. But I didn't yeah, know that's why. That, what was yeah, that's, that's why. It's good crazy, Brendan Fraser. You're a good human being. Um, but yeah, that that Harley Quinn show, fucking great. I'm really enjoying it. The voice cast on that show is nuts. Um. Did you get to the uh, the one where Robin becomes her arch nemesis? No, no, I'm only two oh, okay. episodes. I'm only two episodes deep, but I will say Alan Tudyk does a really good Joker voice. Like I yeah. really like his Joker, and I, I never it. thought of like Kaylee Coco or whatever her name is, and she's doing an. What does she do? She she's Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Huh. And um, and what's her name? Uh, Lake Bell from Children's Hospital, which I think is a powerfully underrated show, uh, is Poison Ivy, and she's great in it too. I gotta watch uh, it. And then the other thing I watched, I watched with TJ, which we can talk about, which is Michael Mann's Manhunter. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, Sean, did you know that the fucking, that Shout Factory Blu-ray apparently is worth like $150? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah God's told to, me about it. I had no idea. Because you guys were talking like, it up so much, I wanted to watch the director's cut. I, I like, love that fucking, I, f- I still wouldn't sell it, I don't think. Mm-mm. But it's on, it's on eBay right now. The Shout Fact that Shout Factory Blu-ray for 150 bucks because yes. you can't you can't get the director's cut. Like I wish an, I'm sorry. I wish I would have bought the fucking um oh why can't I think of his name the the fucking uh, Tetsuo director. Oh uh, Shinya Sukimoto. Yeah, yeah, I wish I bought those because those Blu-rays now are like three or four hundred dollars for that those. Those jumped up already. Goddamn, they yeah. just came out. That sucks. 
Yeah, I, I, but uh, so yeah, I watched. We got to watch the director's cut of Manhunter, which I had never seen before, and TJ's seen plenty of times. Yeah, I've seen um, the theatrical cut of it. We watched the. Director's I've never seen the theatrical. I never. Okay. I've never seen either cut. I've seen Red Dragon, which is fine. Um, but this was super good. That guy from um, Oh Cogs. Uh, yes, sir. Red Dragon was directed by Brett Ratner. That's what we couldn't uh, think of last night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know Red Dragon's directed by somebody that sucks. I thought it was Nick. He hates rehearsals. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Well, yeah. He says it's for (laughs) f slurs, if I remember correctly. Um, But yeah, we. I was like, it was direct. Red Dragon was directed by somebody that sucks, and I thought it was Mick G, but it was actually Brett Ratner. How many times? It's easy to get those two confused. That's what I said a million times. They're basically the same guy. But yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Manhunter. I think uh, William Peterson. I never watched CSI, so I can't. This is like an unfair criticism. But his character from CSI, from the commercials I've seen, always seemed to weigh up his own ass. So I was like, I don't think I care for him in anything else. I fucking absolutely loved him as Will Graham. Uh, I, I give me more Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter. I thought he was great. I don't know if he's as good as Tony Hopkins, but he's fucking great in this movie. Um. Extra big ass Dennis Farina, who's way taller than I ever gave him credit for, is great in it. And Tom Noonan is fucking terrifying yeah, in this Tom movie. Tom Noonan's fantastic. Um, that I, sequence where he's in the van and he's he's like spying on the the blind girl, and he yeah. like in his mind he thinks they're like doing something inappropriate, but they're clearly not. But it's like at that he's got that like crazy intensity in his eyes, and he like he like rips the upholstery off of the dashboard like it's just oh he's so good he's so the movie the movie is just just great Steve, um, uh what's his name uh you freaked out at at uh what's his name oh uh, Stephen, Stephen lang, lang. <laughs> it's Stephen lang who looks nothing like the Stephen lang we're familiar with i would now. never in a million years would have guessed that was Stephen lang yeah with his curly me. his curly red hair he looks like fucking harry osborne that like that scene with him is like i mean I will say this in Red Dragon, the scene with uh, William, uh, not William H Macy, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ray Fiennes, the yeah, same scene is a good scene. They're both yeah. great. Ray Fiennes is outstanding. I well, love you got him. you got two really good actors. I mean, it, you know, and a, and a cool like set setup. Anyway, like they redo that scene in the TV show too, and it's still cool. It's cool in all all three versions. But yeah, Stephen Lang and Tom Noonan's version of that scene was just. Just menacing, just fucking full of dread. It was it, it was great. I really and and I think TJ said this mentioned this previously when I was talking about Thief. I mean, this movie just drips eighties. Like it is just uh, it's it's great. Yeah, it, and the soundtrack fucking rules until it sucks. It rules until it sucks. <laughs> and it rules until you get those like three like original made for the movie songs with like lyrics and everything. And it was like. like it was like the soundtrack to Taboo Two, where yeah, it's, like, it's just—it's like here's here's the here's the lyrics about what you're sort of seeing on screen. We're yeah. just gonna be super on the nose. Really did they cool. take the, did they take the song Man Eater and just change the words to Man Eater? That would have been better. No, it's um, like heartbeat. You, it sounds like Don Johnson music. It's shadows <laughs> in the moonlight grab you. That's it. Yeah. Is the soundtrack like a Tangerine Dream? It's something the like score. that. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, it's, For, Tangerine Dream. I think does the the most of like the ambient like. Yeah, yeah. the ambient stuff is great. It, great. When they do like real songs, it's not great. 
but you know, I, I absolutely fucking love it. And they backload those in the movie, too. It's weird. Like, they have, it's all the ambient stuff for, like, 90% of the movie, and then you get all those songs they just crammed in there. It's like, it's like Michael Mann paid for those songs, but he's like, fuck, I don't really like them. I'll just stuff them in the back nine. Yeah, but uh, if you liked uh, Peterson in that, you should watch To Live and Die in L.A. with him and uh, Willem Dafoe about counterfeiters in L.A. It's uh, uh, cool movie. I'll check yeah. it out. I'm right there. William Friedkin, yeah. I'm 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 into it. Like I I I have a whole new appreciation for William Peterson. I fucking like I'm a big fan of the Silence of the Lambs. As I think we all we all probably are. Um, oh yeah. But just the the chemistry or the dynamic between Will Graham and Hannibal Lecter that that weird adversarial like you get the I was telling TJ when I was watching it like the the sort of the mentor mentee sort of relationship you get with Clarice and where he kind of like is he's sort of like puzzled by her but he's sort of entertained by it but it's not it's it's barely menacing it's sort of helpful is an inter- I, that's a fun dynamic but like the actual like the venom that that Lecter has for Will Graham is much more is much more interesting um I guess, God, I guess uh, they made the guy write another book because otherwise they would get the rights to the characters or some shit. So he wrote the last book, and then Hannibal and Clarice get married or some shit. Like, yeah, it's really bad. Oh, it's really Thomas bad. Harris wrote a book where they got married. Yeah, he's uh, a classic example of a writer that doesn't understand his own work. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, oh. but yeah, that 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 that's all I watched. But I, I most of the things I watched, I really truly enjoyed. So that was pleasant, except right. for. Except. <laughs> How did Manhunter hold up on your 58th viewing? I uh, yeah, I still loved it. <laughs> I, I, I've watched this movie a million times, so I was like, yeah, it's still great. I uh, I don't know. Michael Mann is uh, is is very good. It sucks that he hasn't made anything good in a long time. But like when he was on his game, that guy was very very solid. Like I want to like Collateral, but I don't. I know I should because they say it's good, and he made it. But I just I don't care for it. Is Miami Vice good? I've never seen it, but it's one of these movies that gets gets brought up a lot in film circles, where it's like a movie that everybody hated, but is actually pretty good. I've never seen it. <laughs> I would say saying it's good is a stretch. It's like fun. Yeah, like it's real dumb. Is it yeah. like Bad Boys? Like, is it like? Uh, it's better than Bad Boys, but I mean, I I'm not a big fan of the Bad Boys movies. In I haven't seen the third one, but at least the first. Two oh my god, I forgot there was one. a third one. Yeah, it's rated yeah, R for teamwork. Mm. <laughs> like no bullshit. Yeah, it, just, it just came out last year. Bad yeah, it, came, it came out like right around the time the lockdown started. I think. Yeah, it was almost the last movie I saw in the theater. But we went, my buddy and I, we went and saw um, fucking Knives Out. Should have saw Bad Boys Three, but that was actually yeah, the last yeah. movie I saw in the movie theater. That's terrible. That's yeah. awful. Banger. That that movie ran forever in the theater. Yeah. Well, it, they did say it's bad boys for life, so. Mm. No, I'm talking about uh, fucking uh, Knives uh, Out. I think that came out in, like, November, and I didn't see it until, like, February. Yeah, it ran for a while. It deserved yeah. it. It was really good. Mm. Bang your I, I did watch one thing. One thing? I one about thing? It. it wasn't a movie. I watched the first episode of What If. Yeah, I watched oh, that, um, too. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fun. The animation's really cool. That writing is... That writing leaves something to be desired. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that there B-list writers working on it, but like, man, that dialogue and some of the uh, delivery of, uh, I guess, them mixing the 
mixing the voice actors together at the end, like some of that delivery and some of that dialogue was super clunky. Yeah, I don't know, but I like the story, and I like I, I thought paying, the animation. Get, the animation was phenomenal. Yeah, I like the animation because it's like it's cartoony enough, but it still looks like they can still kind of render what the actors look like. So I thought they did a good job, and they got uh, they got pretty much all the actors back. Except for Dominic Cooper, which I thought was weird. Like, you can't pull that. What's he doing? Oh, they, that was Chris Evans? I didn't think that was actually Chris Evans. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I, it was definitely Haley Atwell. And uh, I know for, like, down the road, I think they got Don Cheadle and I think Chad McBoseman, like, technically one of his last performances. Hopefully yeah, they, got was... a, they got it chopped up like a fucking chef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, also... it was... It was some other guy. It was Steve Rogers. Oh, shit. Stanley um, Tucci was in it. No, Dominic Cooper was in it. Was he in it? Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, then the guy who did Red Skull in the yeah, the Infinity guy movies that, was... Uh, the Impressions guy, Ross... Uh, yeah. What's his face? Yeah, the guy that, that does better a, a better Hugo Weaving than Hugo Weaving. <laughs> it's kind of insane. So, also, Jeffrey... Daryl Jeff, Dar- 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 Hammond played a Nazi general. <laughs> wow, uh, well, I, I I recognized what's his name's voice too from uh, Cabin in the Woods and uh, Get Out. He was the commander. What's that oh, guy's Brad, name? Oh, the guy from uh, Brad, Brad Bradley Whitford. Is that his yeah. name? West Wing or whatever? Yeah, I love that guy. He is good. Um, I also like Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. I thought that was a good uh, casting choice. Mm. Uh, all right, I've been here twice now. Shit, Hell that yeah. happened. Two time. I thought I closed it by accident, but I guess I didn't. Now I'm here twice. Are you? Nice. Did somebody hit you too hard and you duplicated? Oh, oh shit! Man. I oh, wish. Fuck. Alex, Jamie Alex Madrox. Alex Madrox. So before we get into Kindergarten Cop Two, trying to just real quickly following up on the Live and Die in LA, that might be a lost movie. It is what? not streaming anywhere, and all I own copy, it. All yeah, copies it. of it are sixty dollars or greater. You I know where it. I got it. Fucking food lion on <laughs> Blu-ray for five dollars. Yeah, I'll get it on the Plex. Just remind me. I have it. I can rip my copy of it. Oh, I wonder right. how many movies we have that are worth a shitload of money, and I had no idea. Probably a fair amount because, like, you, you were at a dying breed of people that actually care about physical media. So, like, Alex, I mean, like, do you? How did? What was that movie situation at Food Lion? Because I would go there and just get bangers for five bucks on Blu-ray like every day. For a long time, we had like um, a rack, but it was like it was the same company that like <clears throat> stocks the ones you see like in a Seven Eleven. They like hidden gems yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, sometimes yeah. there was like legit. Like I think I bought my copy that my uh, Captain America First Avenger Blu-ray there for like five bucks. Yeah, and maybe like the Bill and Ted collection or something like that. For like five bucks, like yeah, I got like straw dogs on Blu-ray there. I got all kinds of crazy shit there. I want to know it the was, deal. It was like stuff that like who the fuck's gonna buy a Blu-ray of straw dogs? Ooh, so yeah. that this company <laughs> would get it for like a buck and sell it for like four. Yeah, yeah. Well, like what? Yeah. But the, the the that same company though, like it's Seven Eleven. Sometimes they don't even have like proper cases. They just the, no, like it's just like sleeves. They're like they're like Lucy's in Ziploc bags. Yeah, it's really weird. But, but yeah, and, like the, the collector's edition of Live and Die in LA is $110. Damn. Mine's just not the, streaming anywhere. Mine's just a Blu ray. It says Live and Die in LA. It's got a 
Totoro looks like on the cover holding a briefcase and a pistol. Like that's looking at thirty five dollars on eBay for a used copy. God damn. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll figure All out. Right, let's, watch let's stop All avoiding right. avoiding the uh, <laughs> yeah. avoiding the main event. Feature yeah. presentation: Kindergarten Cop Two. The sequel the Nestle. They, the sequel they made twenty five years later that nobody asked for. And nobody oh, saw and nobody it. wanted. Yeah, nobody wa- it was sixteen years later. It was twenty six years later they made this movie. Yeah, the first one came out in ninety one, didn't it? Ninety. It came 90. out in ninety. I just looked it up and I did the math. I did the stupid math in my head. I was like, oh we had sixteen years. Oh my god. Oh my god. Nope. You must, you, I'm gonna be like the writer of this movie. You must use common core math. Yeah, this is yeah, uh, yeah. that's oh, that's man. what the You can't uh, say Indian style anymore. God. Yeah. This whole movie is like some conservative guys like Aren't kids today gay? Isn't that funny? Like, you know, it's, gonna, like it, it's like I'm gonna seconds. tell you right off, right, off, right off the bat. If Bill Bellamy is the best actor in your movie, they <laughs> came got, out five years ago. You got issues, man. You got yeah, a lot man, of problems. You got problems. He was like Daniel Day Lewis in this fucking movie, <laughs> but like the, the the jokes are so hacked. They're like second, and I love The Simpsons, but don't get me wrong. But like the type of joke about like a rich kid's school you would have in the second season of The Simpsons. You know what I mean? Yes, like yeah, yeah. this feels like it was written in 1990. Oh, like, maybe, maybe that's when they did. That's when they wrote the treatment. Oh, you think so, it's a blacklist script? Yeah. Dude, it's so fu- <laughs> it's it's so fucking bad. And then like the stuff that's like ancillary jokes, like the 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 announcements where it's like. Oh, and the gender-neutral student of the month. And it's like, you know they just put that in there, so they'd be like, oh, see how crazy it is? They don't say boy or girl. Like, this was her dads. Like, who wouldn't say their parents? Their parents, yeah. yeah. Also, like, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but, like, at one point, like, Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren, who's a 66-year-old man, brings a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to lunch. Like, and he the- hates socialism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it would have been funnier if they leaned into him being Avan Drago and he like loved like communism. Yeah. Like that would have been. Or he was an actual Nazi. <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Like, get into the plot. I mean, have you seen Kindergarten Cop? Because the, the people plot is in- the plot is the exact same. Except, Except he falls in love with a teacher instead of a student's mother. Oh, wait, was this she is teacher one of the first. He should have fallen in love no, with no, a so student. No, no. So in the first, in the first should have been the Jeffrey episode. <laughs> she was in the first movie. She was a teacher. She was also she because she was the other kindergarten teacher. Yeah, but she was, she was the also the mother. Teacher, but she's of... also the mother of the kid in kindergarten, and she was also Crisp's ex-wife. Yeah, was in witness protection. Well, like yeah. the whole premise of the first one makes sense because it's like, okay, we got to, we know this kid's father is the person we're looking for. This one is like, we hope these children are aware of this very small piece of tech that we mentioned ten thousand times. Like, yeah. why would they be? You know what I mean? Yeah, but some, but but their their lunatic kindergarten genius teacher wrote Dogs, a fucking just, haiku just, about just it. Spit out, spit out the the general outline. Okay, so OAN's movie twenty sixteen. <laughs> Movie of the year, Kindergarten Cop 2. Yeah, this uh, is definitely an OAN film. I so swear the to... movie opens, I don't even know how it opens. It opens with a guy about to assault a Twix machine because it didn't give him enough Twixes. And no, no, then... no. It starts out with him. It starts in the hotel. Dolph Lundgren yeah. oh, and right. some. It starts out with pineapple. If you, pineapple, like, if you right. think the word pineapple is funny, then this is the this movie, is the movie for, for you. you. 
Well, yeah, I guess they couldn't say the offensive words they wanted to say. So, well, they said retard. Yeah, but they probably, yeah, it's probably just going to be like, you know, the, the code word was like butt blasters or something. And then that would have been <laughs> it was butt blasters. <laughs> Let's go with butt blasters. Anyway, <laughs> so it opens with Dolph Lundgren about to bone down some chick, and then <laughs> Ivan Zugo shows up. Bone down. <laughs> And he's kicking in the doors with his henchmen, and then, and fucking Dolph Lundgren's about to get his head turned into a canoe, but he says pineapple, and then both the bad boys merged into one human being shows up with the rest of the SWAT team and stops it from happening. So now a year has passed, or whatever. This guy, Zuko, or whatever, is is eating stuffed fish and ladies at his house. He is days away yeah. From indictment, like you no, know, he's already been indicted. He is days away from federal prosecution, like formal trial, yeah, right? Yeah. And they're like, "We need to go find my estranged ex girlfriend who boned down uh, Dolph Lundgren because she's the key witness that will put me in prison, <laughs> and she's witness protected." So now there's this other guy who killed his brother through manslaughter, and you can't spell laughter without no. No, he was in a car accident. No, 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 no. He killed him. What? He killed him in the car accident. He killed his brother. Oh, I missed that completely. And then, but his brother, he entrusted, because he doesn't believe in the internet or the cloud or something, he entrusted his kindergarten (laughs) genius brother. There's a point point in this movie that made me laugh so hard, because again, this movie is uh, written by an 80-year-old man where, like, it's like they're looking for this thumb drive, and Bill Bellamy's like, he didn't upload it to the cloud? <laughs> like, yeah. The fucking cloud? Oh, not the cloud. Right. It's like my dad <laughs> just walking in and calling everything a Nintendo. So, it's like, he, so, there, this guy, this kid's trying to, this kid's trying to muscle the FBI who are yeah. living in Seattle, and it's not working out, but then the entire FBI, the FBI building yeah. in Seattle gets assaulted by foreign nationals. Oh yeah, this is another like uh, Dolph scenes. Ziggler-esque World War Three situation. <laughs> Two scenes later, people are just filing paperwork. And the time in this movie? Oh, time? This... I, I was convinced this <laughs> also, movie took place in a pocket dimension. Because... 100% chance this FBI building is also the school. Yeah, they look the same. Yeah, yeah, door. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So... So, oh, but but it's so funny because like I said to Gogs when we were watching this, I was like, maybe this movie takes place on that planet in Interstellar where like an hour is like a day. Like, remember that shit? This <laughs> this entire movie, like, and I'm gonna try and put this gently, only functions if every character in the movie is broken glass factory developmentally disabled. Like, otherwise, like the whole movie won't work. This yeah. movie literally resolves itself by Thursday. <laughs> yeah, he's he, 96 hours. There's a point there's, in this movie where Dolph Lundgren's like to the, his new girlfriend. He's like, my feelings are still the same for you. It's like, dude, you've known this yeah, shit for 16 I'm hours. I'm bring it up. She goes, <laughs> so everything we have together doesn't mean anything. It's like, you've what known this have? bitch for a day. <laughs> we had a, we had a and that's, that's after he calls her a pig. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, also, I, also, I don't. I don't, I don't know what is going on with this woman, but she has either had, like, major head trauma or she <laughs> is the stupidest person on the face of the earth, which uh, I guess also, we'll touch on several times. Also, it's worth pointing out that I think we've found through the last movie and this movie that it is, it's in uh, 
Dolph Lundgren's rider that every it's like the Poochie clause. Like every yeah. actress in the movie has to want to fuck Dolph Lundgren because like every, the every principal actress. wants to fuck him, and then yeah. immediately this like thirty year old teacher's like, "I want to fuck you too," and it's like it's at this, least oh, the but principal then the seems like somewhat age appropriate. Kind of. I looked it up. He was 60. He's like 62 yeah. when this movie came the out. The second also, day that he's there, he's up He's up on a sex auction block. Yeah. Yeah, what was that? And millions of dollars. in ham. <laughs> yeah. This was day um, two. Also, uh, I don't know if I never thought of this before, but do you think Dolph Lundgren learned English by doing impressions of Sylvester Stallone? Because he sounds exactly uh, yeah. like him. He does. You know, there, there's a little, there's a little Stallone-ish quality to his voice. <laughs> I will before we before we get too far into it. I do want to bring up that in the beginning, in the credits, too far into it, we're almost at the end. <laughs> yeah. in the, but, but, but in the credits, right in the credits, they were doing like director of photography. <laughs> there's like a slash of crayon and said so and so. Oh yeah. And, then, yeah, and then it said like casting by, and then in the middle it says FBI headquarters, Seattle, and then it's like, <laughs> and then it was like food services. Like they stuck. The, they stuck the setting. That is a cardinal credits. sin. That is like a very Canadian mistake. Oh my god! So anyway, um, so this guy, so there's there's an assault on a federal building that no one gives a shit about. This Albanian is acting with impunity the entire. He's just he's just skull dragging the FBI for for ninety six hours, and the hammer is coming down like they are openly. Antagonizing there, and threatening an FBI agent. Is there some kind of secret beef between Hollywood and Albanians? Because, like, not <laughs> yeah. only are they the villains in this, but did you ever see the whole nine yards of the yes. whole ten yards? I think they were also the Albanian. Have you ever even met a fucking Albanian in your entire life? I know the life? Albanians were the boogeymen in um, uh, Inside Man. That was the like the only Albanian I'm aware of is uh, fucking Pepsi. From the the Big Brothers episode of The Simpsons, or no, <laughs> yeah. Action Bronson. Action Bronze is the only Albanian I know. Okay, a, well he was he's born in America though, right? Yeah, but he's of Albanian descent. I don't I know. He's very count. proud of it. Fine, fair enough. Anyway, um, so after their precinct gets assaulted, and after the captain's like the, the, your ass Gog, is you, on the you already mentioned it. Sorry, Gog, but you okay. already mentioned it. But it is fucking hilarious there's this like it's like a call of duty-esque like shootout in it their it was office. the no russian scene yeah call yeah. of duty yeah. modern and, warfare literally it cuts it cuts and everyone's just business as usual like, well the camera and the space work is so bad that there's it looks like dolph lundgren's firing directly into a door jam for half the, the fucking gunfight well, Dolph Lundgren opens fire first. And I'm not going to get into how cops shouldn't shoot. Also, first, the like, the the, uh, the black chief trope shows up in here, and I don't know if that guy had just learned English that day, mm-hmm. but like he has some kind of weird voice accent combo that is just like it's so bizarre. Like it's hard to fucking pay attention to. Well, his whole shtick was he, putting his gum behind uh, his ears, disgusting. and then he's like, disgusting. "Your pants will be dancing with figs unless you figure this out." They're like, "Okay, cool." So then they're interrogating all of these kindergarten kids because they think there's some connection there. So then they're like, well, they, they, well, they, they, they well, think that they, they, the kids know where the thumb drive is. Because why? But like, they're right. also like, uh, what jokes do people remember? It's like, oh, the kid whose dad's a guy in college, the boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. It's like, well, how do we button that? It's like, well, don't just we don't we just, just do the same say joke, yeah. the but same shorter. Thing. Like he yeah. literally, then, the kid just goes, "My sister has a vagina," which is like, get that kid some help. Yeah, like, why, yeah. Context why did they, in the first movie? 
Why did they put subtitles on the one kid? Yeah, I, was he Chinese? He was, but he he spoke oh, like no, no worse than every other kid. Was that a like, joke? He, he I, oh, I we must had, have we been. Had, we had the subtitles on the whole time, so I don't think I noticed. That kid was the only thing subtitled in the whole movie. Yeah. The Asian, the Asian kid, yeah. but he spoke. He spoke no worse English than any other of the you know eight-year-olds. But that Even only happened rest. that one time, right? It's not like a, it was a running gag. No, every time he talked through the movie. Oh, really? Oof. Yeah. <laughs> given, given the rest of the quality of the jokes in this movie, I bet that was some Rush Limbaugh fan's like favorite little, every time the Asian guy speaks, we're yeah, 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 yeah. on the bottom. Every time he's with his ding-dongs and ching-changs, we'll just... He speaks English, sir. Now, but it'll be funny. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Also, everyone's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anywho, so Dolph Lundgren's like, I'm going to go invade the school. But unlike the original kindergarten cop, where they talk to the little nice old lady principal, and she's like, yeah. I don't think this is a great idea, but I'm going to let it happen for the safety of national security. Or whatever Chris... Was up to yeah. this woman? Dolph Lundgren just fakes credentials, and yeah. this woman's Plus, like, "Go ahead." I'm sorry. This is the motherfucking FBI. They just need to go. Hey, we're the FBI. We're doing this. End of story. Which like, is it's what like, they do. It's it's almost like yeah, but no, but they would just tell the fucking principal right. like, "Hey, this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. End of story. We're the FBI." Here, like, it's almost like Seattle is a rogue FBI fucking agency because, like you said, they're, the fucking invasion by the Albanians is not dealt with at all. It's like, it's almost like they're a fucking mob somehow, the entire, like the way they're the operating. The entire movie takes place inside the Chaz, and there's no <laughs> real federal control over anything here. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's the only explanation I can come up with because none oh, so of the like, FBI has backup. The, the, the FBI is like the NCR or some shit. They're like the remnants of the federal government. <laughs> yeah, all, that's all that's left inside <laughs> the wires. They set up the federal government has set up a barrier outside it's, Seattle. I mean, the FBI is so ineffectual in this movie. At one point, Bill Bellamy is doing surveillance on the Russian mob or Albanian mobsters. And they lit- they jack him and steal his truck, and they're just like, and he takes an Uber. What could I he do? What could I do? Uber, yeah. Fucking Dolph Lundgren. Oh. Dolph Lundgren gets assaulted on the street, and he just like leaves them there. They like, shoot up a fucking topiary garden at two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> and no one responds. Um, are we? Can we also talk about how Bill Bellamy's field craft is so shitty that he's wearing his lineman outfit over his suit and tie? <laughs> I was watching the teacher. I was like, "Is he wearing a fucking tie? He's wearing a tie over a fucking." Also, like, in that in that scene, he's like, he's like, he's like, this guy fucks chicks during the day, and I got five Costco cards. What the fuck does that mean? He's like, I got five yeah. kids and eighteen Costco cards. So first, like, you only need why? one card. I don't yeah. know why you, yeah. have, you have so many Costco cards, bro. Dumb, dumb. Second of all, like you take your Carhartt one piece and don't wear your tie underneath. Also, it. also, the FBI isn't Fox Force Five. Everybody doesn't have a specialty. Like they have computer people that just do computers. You're not like a field agent, and also the computer guy. <laughs> there was a you know computer I mean? thing that happened in this movie where Dolph Lundgren took a multi-port USB thing and plugged it into the USB port of his computer just to plug USB drives into that thing? That was the best part. That was no, the best part. No, God, can we talk like about- he used the USB drive. He used this multi-port USB by plugging it into the USB port. He's like, the first thing God said we saw it is like, does this computer not have USB ports? 
Also, they plug in the flash drive and it just auto opens like a max headroom thing. Like it comes in like a defrag. It says, it says, it's FBI database and it's like glitchy looking. Like it's like a vaporwave flash drive. Go ahead. We gotta get through it. So Dolph Lundgren shows up. He started playing Macross 420 or something. So here's where the the movie flips the tropes on its heads because these oh. children are well behaved and good, and then oh. Dolph Lundgren indoctrin- indoctrinates them with libertarian ideals and and unprocessed sugar or yeah. whatever overprocessed sugar. They turn into wild animals. The the teacher gives him a strike, but still wants his hog. The other teacher's yeah, into him. Doesn't the hates the kid? Kyle Gas shows pause, up, but it's not Kyle quick. Gas. He's hold a on, taser. Real, Go ahead. Hold on, real quick. So the scene when the kids become animals because he gives them like processed sugar or whatever, the the hot teacher that that Dolph Lundgren eventually bones or well doesn't bone almost bones comes in and she's like, man, these kids some days it's just too much to deal with. So it's like, lady, these are the best behaved children I've ever seen in my yeah. fucking oh my life. God. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, she just basically walks up and like puts like a fake gun in her mouth, like, ugh, Mondays, right? Like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. lady, you work in a resort. What is happening? Yeah, they're like the fucking, it's like that Ayn Rand's Children Institute from the Simpsons or whatever. That, I'm, that gonna give them, I'm gonna give them credit for one thing that I thought would happen that didn't. When they go to do his, uh, his credentials, I swear to God, I thought they were gonna do all his real life credentials, like, comes up in every movie that oh, he's yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you got a letter of recommendation for the mayor. It's like, who gives a shit like about the mayor of Seattle? Like, who could care? Yeah, I was disappointed that he wasn't a Kimball. Like, I was hoping he would be John Kimball's brother or other relative because all of John Kimball's family were also cops. I mean, but why so, not? Like, like I, you know, I think you briefly touched on it earlier, but he's like lethal weapon level unhinged in the beginning of this movie that he is legitimately going to shoot this vending machine in the headquarters. Like, like this guy's dangerous. Also, (laughs) like, lethal weapon, he lives in the the most impossible living situation I've ever... He lives lives in in a trailer. It's it's like a battle. It (laughs) it rains. Going back to how year. this woman is, I don't give a fuck how horny a woman is. Like, she's not going to show up to your fucking metal Twinkie RV that you live in outside of like a lake across from the bridge and that's be it. like, I'm fucking you in that's this exact, thing. I said exactly the same thing to Gogs. I was like, you you take a woman back to that, they'd be like, I'm the fucking out of here, dude. You live in like like a ramshackle shack. Like what the fuck? I don't, so implies, I don't know. It I don't implies that he has a shaving station, a la Red Den Redemption Two, yeah. outside <laughs> of his shed. Doesn't even have probably an actual stove. Just uses that grill twenty four seven. But like, and he also, steaks. I, I'm not sure what the FBI starting wage is, but I bet you it's a clip above eighty grand a year. And even in Seattle, you're probably doing better than like the f- Randy Quaid's RV in National Lampoons. You know what well, I mean? It's well, a permanent think, living I situation. The, I think the indication is, is that he chooses to live this way because he's got that fancy-ass car. So yeah. Is it like he's, a rock and roll samurai Henry Rollins obnoxious I don't own a TV thing? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Yes. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't uh, going back to Lisa Lundgren. He said his dad gave it to him didn't, at didn't some point. Didn't Mel Gibson live in some weird-ass yeah, situation like that, yeah. too, in Lethal yeah, Weapon? Yeah, yeah. yeah I but think he was a I, dangerous alcoholic. <laughs> right, he yeah. was on the, he was just right, he was a cuss, he was just, uh, <laughs> Wasn't it, like, in, uh, that wasn't it in, him, 
What's with the, a gun in his mouth, screaming on the couch of said trailer, if I recall correctly. What's the uh, what's the lead, loaded weapon? Loaded weapon. They yeah. walk in. It's just palatial. It, no, didn't it have like the, like Corinthian columns or? No, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You went to Emilio Estevez's place. He walked in the door of his of his trailer, and then it opened to just a manse, and it was yeah. just. Yeah, we were talking last week about parody movies. That was a pretty yeah. good one. And he drank an entire. Like boot of liquor, like he pours it. <laughs> I love that movie. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just taking a shit. <laughs> shit. Fine, just taking a shit. Uh, so anyway, so he uh, Dolph Lundgren shows up. He 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 turns the entire Washington public education system on its head. Boys uh, are boys d- again. This is definitely ladies not are ladies education. again. Uh, well, yeah, private, private, whatever. Yeah, they yeah. said it yeah. costs like fifty grand. To he gets a guy there. a job in I don't know twelve hours, so he doesn't yeah. beat up his kid also, anymore. If that guy's been out of work for a long, how's he paying that tuition? Yeah, right. the first, good question. If I lose my job, the first thing's happening is the kids aren't going to any. I'm not paying. They're just going to stay home with me, and we'll all cry together. Like <laughs> this is not. I'm not paying fifty k a year. Get the fuck. Yeah, out. you got to have them home so you can blame them for all your yeah. failures. That's right. true. I mean, I do that remotely now. I so, figured you'd just yeah. be like the death in battle royal in those flashbacks. <laughs> Hang yourself with your pants down. Yeah, it's just yeah, I'll paint a picture and then just, um so No, 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 not not not, the, not Battle Royal too. No, I'm oh. talking about uh, the main character's dad in the flashbacks yeah. in the first one. He like he like he flashed back to him and he hung himself after taking his son to dinner, but for some reason his pants are pulled down. Hey, now we got Jake at one last time. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, he, Dolph Lundgren teaches his children about, uh, historical deceit. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, uh, he, he usurps, uh, the also, lady teacher did, from the technology you teacher. It's, it's somewhat incongruent that they go to this soft, like, pussy school, but they play capture the flag every three days. Yeah. Like, yeah. For fuck. blood or a hundred bucks a point or something. People are very yeah. into it. Oh, I think I stepped on you when you said this, but did you bring up Gus, the most, like, annoying? How? How? The technology How? teacher who should yeah. have been played by Kyle Gass. This would be a better movie if Kyle Gass is the technology teacher and Jack Black is, is Dolph Lundgren's character. And then uh, Hal has a taser. He has a bunch of military toys. He has a My Little Pony doll. He and he called dibs on the hot kindergarten teacher. Um, these are all things we know about Hal. And then he, in the only scene in this movie that warranted an actual laugh, like a genuine laugh that they were going for, he gets his nuts tasered, which was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. I don't know, man. Um, when Hal took down the other guard at the end, <laughs> he was wailing on the him like. Crazy. Yeah, he looked like at a lot dude, of demons. Like that dude is dead from hell. <laughs> yeah, he had a good working punch in that one. He he got a lot of a lot of scores. Got also set on that we day. we talked about the hyper time in this movie. Like Hal wants to fuck the same teacher that Dolph Lundgren does, and then when he finds out that he does in like the span of again like six hours, tries to get Dolph Lundgren fired. Like what? Yeah, yeah. No. Well, he's another guy that's like like mentally ill in the way that only movies are where he's like hey we should hang out so what do you want to hang? like yeah it's no. just it's i it's thought they so were gonna bizarre. make him gay well like, i was I telling, that was the whole i thought that was the the joke they were going for I, w- I was telling gogs there's no way a guy like that like a, a guy that's like kind of socially awkward doesn't have a lot of he's gonna approach Dolph lundgren exactly and yeah. the minute that Dolph lundgren says anything that's like you know semi-confrontational that guy's backing down in yeah. a heartbeat and he's and, on any, any of us, 10 minutes also, later. 
any of it's funny. It's like that's exactly what TJ said. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big tough guy either. Like, if Dolph Lundgren said anything to me now, he's 70 years old. I'd still be like, all right, man, whatever. Like, he's huge. He's a mighty. Walk in and just take my wife right now. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Go on Twitter, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. But so anyway, uh, yeah. So they go. So they go to. They find out that the hamster is the key. Or whatever, Dolph Lundgren in the matter of like fifty-two hours. Oh no! Pause, 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 pause. You skipped over the most important scene in the movie, the date scene. Like I know we touched on the trailer, but uh, he's like, "You want to see how I stay in shape?" And they go country line dancing for some reason. Um, and then she's assaulted by, or not assaulted, but like threatened to be assaulted by the lead gangster. And then Dolph Lundgren pulls her away, explains to her that it's the head of the Albanian crime organization. She says, how do you know that? He goes, "Uh, I read it in the paper. And she's like, oh, that's so cute. Like, what is wrong with this fucking woman? She goes, she does, this is why a right-winger nutjob wrote this movie. (laughs) Dolph Lundgren pulls her away like every abusive husband's ever pulled any woman away from anything ever. They get outside, she immediately puts up her her east coast liberal i don't like being treated like a piece of meat yeah, and then i'm, a, I'm, a, and then I'm a, she literally says yeah. like i'm a i'm an independent woman i can take care of myself and, and then she pulls back that veneer that i'm assume every right white white ringer white yeah i mean you're, you're I mean, right yeah, way. You're just go still, you're still there <laughs> yeah. just, uh, just stop it he's rolling anyway it pulls back that veneer of what women really want which is a man who yeah. takes charge and pulls them to the car to dry hump. Like yeah. that is what they all want. But like Dolph Lundgren could not act more suspicious every time he talks to this woman and she is either so horny or so stupid or both that she's just like, yeah, whatever. Like when he's going through the flash and he's just like, dude, uh, the other kindergarten teacher ever give you something to hide, like a flash drive? And she's like, <laughs> you ever just jump, that's didn't weird. Just jam some tech up your butthole. Like one day that you didn't know about. Like, yeah. It's about as it's about as undercover as when Anders in that episode of Workaholics is Shonders. He's like, "Oh, you ever heard about any dragons? Anybody stealing any dragons? Dang, what's up with all these books?" So if I was you, <laughs> like, if I was the crime lord Hugo Boss or whatever his name was, <laughs> I would just go to the school and go, "Hey, do you know that you got a crazy FBI agent teaching your kindergarten kids?" Yeah, and then that would resolve itself. Well, also the crazy. The crazy crime boss guy does like a lot of like legwork where he's dressing up as an FBI agent and interviewing guys, people's parents, and like. Also, wouldn't it be a lot more efficient, but you know, probably a pain in the ass to just relocate the people than to do this weird ass like (laughs) kindergarten detective shit? Be like, oh, we're we're burnt. Uh, We got to move so and so. Right. Yeah. Like I'm sure that does happen. Yeah. Or this guy just goes to prison because his trial is tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, fuck. He doesn't even know where the drive is. He doesn't know. He only knows where the drive might be yeah, because right. of the actions of the FBI. Yeah. 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 God's <laughs> brought out that up several times. Like, no one would even find this fucking thing. Like, they, they have, like, no one can find it. So, what value is it to anybody? But, but then, I'm saying, then, just on the odd chance that he does find it, just move. The woman, just someplace. Yeah, also, right, the- this woman is mentioned several times as Dolph Lundgren's great love, and is weirdly never seen in the actual movie again. Like, no, you think she, she would no. pop up at some point? 
She's right. in one. She's in like that first scene for like five yeah. seconds, and yeah. then she slaps him because he's in the FBI. And then you think, right? You either think that she's going to be the driving force later, or you think that. But all they're doing that is to set it up to the fact that Dolph Lundgren likes to fuck. Well, like, it's what like are the, we the, doing? The other teacher is so stupid that I thought it was going to turn out that she was part of the Albanian mob. You know what I mean? And she was oh. just going along with everything. I like that would have better. That would have been a better movie, right? Like, you know, like sleeping with the enemy sort of scenario. Yeah, but, but anywho, no, she's just a straight up dumb dumb. So then, so the movie culminates with Chekhov's trip to the sculpture garden because it was alluded to in an earlier jump drive that auto loaded, and they go, and the fucking uh, the Albanians show up with Bill Bellamy because no one's watching his back. And they bring the tea. They lock down the school because they know that the Albanians are coming. So they evac all the kids except for the kids <laughs> on the field trip. And at $50,000 a year, if I find out that there's terrorists attacking my kids and we're going to a sculpture garden, I hope they would call them back. But they don't. Also, they do an incredibly shitty job of locking down the school. I, they did the, I yeah. think they did the they, exact opposite. They, they, it was an opposite day. They were just yeah. like, let's open it back up. These guys just walked right in. And also, like, no police or anything. Just, they just, these guys just walked right in. Yeah, the also, principal- also, how do they know that this guy hasn't made 75 copies of this flash drive by they now? Don't. You know what I mean? It's, it's a fucking Excel sheet. It's not like you could store it on your watch. Right. Like, and the, why, and- why all this fucking cloak and dagger shit? Just, like, throw the fucking flash drive away and right. you know, save it somewhere else. Like, the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the fucking... Uh, the principal goes all Bobby Bonilla on a fucking Albanian to save goddamn Bill Bellamy, but Bill Bellamy's like, "All right, you got this, right?" and just leaves the principal yeah, and, a, and a gigantic, dangerous man just there in the school, uh, only to I guess be captured yet again and then dragged to the sculpture garden with everyone else. No, 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 also, no, 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 no. They, 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 they try to Bill Bellamy. They try to work Bill Bellamy into those like kind of like eighties like man white people crazy, but he delivers them like to the audience, which is bizarre. Like there's yeah. one where he just like can't help white people. Like well yeah, but like I don't know why that's in there and why you delivered it in such a bizarre way. And then I think at this point they're like oh just kill him. It's like yeah, kill the black guy. I'm like what the fuck are we even doing in this yeah, movie right yeah, now? Yeah. So they go to the they go to the wrote it's like I heard those jokes before. That's got yeah. I can fit it in here. Like what they go they go to the sculpture garden. Dolph Lundgren sees Cowboy and says, "Be brave like Odysseus." Cowboy is, is one code. of the children. Yeah, which is which is one of the children, which is code for hide in these sculptures, which I have no idea why <laughs> I know they're hollow, only to show up and do the Trojan horse thing and put children in the line of fire <laughs> to possibly save us later. Like, how great would it be if they just go to that and the kids just like slowly fall out of the yeah. bush bleeding? Yeah. That would have been way better. Also, like, like we've pointed out several times, there, there was never a scene where he, Dolph Lundgren, there's a scene where Dolph Lundgren explains the fucking Trojan horse thing, but there's never a scene where he gives them like the a plan. Like, yeah. And it's like, all of a sudden, they're there again. Like the, he's been a teacher with these kids for three days, two and a half days. I mean, these people. Maybe he has the shine. Like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so anyway, you like Twix, Doc. Yeah, you like ice cream, <laughs> Dolph. You like ice cream, Dolph. So now <laughs> we go and uh, these children attack the Albanians. Uh, the guns 
are kicked loose until they're not. Hold, at some hold point, yeah. okay. This, I'm, this, go, me, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So now the the, the plot has been foiled. Uh, Zuko gets his gun back. The calculus yes. <laughs> of the scenario hasn't changed. They've already got the drive. He could just shoot Dolph Lundgren, but instead he just runs off into the woods. Yeah, it makes no sense. He was about to shoot. Street. He was about to fight, or he's about to shoot Dolph Lundgren. Then. For some reason, the kids come out, he gets his gun back, and then he's still running from Dolph Lundgren? Just shoot him. You still have the gun. He does shoot not, sir. So now, so now it all resolves itself. Alec, what were you going to say? No. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. So I think it was just probably just a sigh of disgust. So now oh. the... <laughs> now, I had a lot of those watching this movie. And then, so the movie ends with all of these parents. The one guy just got a fresh job. All the juicy moms are all hot for Dolph Lundgren. They're all cheering for the fact that this man just put all of their children in international danger. And then out of the fucking mist, the, the captain shows up to like get in Dolph Lundgren's ass for half a second. And then he wanders... Back into the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the movie just kind of ends. Like these kids, by the way, they were already on the bleeding edge of neurosis day yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Fucking done. Like you might as well yeah, just yeah. scrap the whole class and throw them in a bin somewhere because uh, these kids are fucked. I have to point out that the movie doesn't just end. The movie ends with one of the worst renditions of a of the Jackson Five's ABC you're ever gonna hear. Like. I assume I, I, it was also the cheapest rendition. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, I think earlier, earlier, Gogs and I, when we were watching the movie, there were so many examples of like royalty-free blues music. <laughs> I had never heard royalty-free Motown until this movie. Oh, yeah. Like that is something. I was hoping. I was telling TJ. I was hoping the movie would just end with uh, the original pressing of Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, and then we realize that that's where they spent the entire budget for the whole movie. <laughs> Oh, um, what a piece of shit. So that was it. That was Kindergarten <laughs> Cop 2. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts? Bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, it's, it's it feels not like a funny. movie that was written, like, you know that, like, I fed 8,000 hours of Olive Garden commercials into a computer and it wrote a script? That's what this felt like. If you took Kindergarten Cop and every other 80s movie this was, and this just had a like, computer write it. Yeah. It's just like if like Parlor was just passing around a fucking flashlight at a campfire, just trying to come <laughs> up with plot points. They're like, yeah, and make it so that the all the wrestling is non-gendered, and then make sure that that peanut, make sure that people's, you know, like life-threatening peanut allergies are made. There were conservative and- jokes that I didn't even get, and I swim in some deep water when it comes yeah. to that shit. Like, it's like our non-gender wrestling team named the Magic, Magic Markers. Markers. Like, did, yeah. did I? Was that a joke that like I should understand? I I didn't get it. Somebody yeah. in Middle America was like, <laughs> "Those fucking liberals." Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole movie. Like it, it's just it's not funny. But just <clears throat> when it stops, that Dolph Lundgren like, "Don't you fucking share anything with anybody? If you're better than anybody, you be the best." Like it's like, whoa, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah the script was also like by General Mike Flynn. Also, like <laughs> it's it, it's fucking insane to me to think that like I don't know. You know, obviously, like, we're of a certain generation, but, like, sharing is a pretty easy, universal thing that all children learn. But, like, Dolph Lundgren's like, fuck no. Yeah. If you're yeah it's not like the kids are talking about fucking universal basic income and shit. They're talking no. about, like, sharing, tr- like, snacks. Dolph yeah. <laughs> Lundgren's like, here's some chocolate chip cookies. Let me tell you. Let me, now I'm explaining to you retards why socialism sucks. Oh, yeah. we, can't, we can't say retards anymore. Those are retarded. Why can't we? That is retarded. Why can't we say retards? 
Uh, Next you're going to tell me I can't call them all faggots. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Turned like weirdly Italian. Yeah, like that was like, I bet that was, and so at some point I was going to tell T.J., I was like, I bet there was a part, at some point in the script, Mm -hmm. there was a scene where Dolph Lundgren walks in and calls all the kids (laughs) F-words. Well, like, it's weird, too, because like he doesn't, there's like no other like really objectionable language, I think, in the rest of the movie at all. Yeah, it's like I'm sitting on this retard's joke, and somebody's got to say it, like, yeah, 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 yeah. whether it fits or not. Like I was just burning the hole in some writer's pockets. Like, oh god, we got to slip in. How we can't say retard's no more. Oh god, like, that was like, like it was some guy who that was his entire. It was like the guy who wrote. Um, oh, who's the what's the what's the movie where Johnny Knoxville fakes it at the Special Olympics? Like that writer was in the uh, Ringer. Like, ringer. That, yeah, that he's movie has a fucking fantastic joke in it though. Yeah, I do does. love where he's like that guy's the Deion Sanders of retards. Like. <laughs> but yeah, he's like my whole meal ticket dried up and we can't say that word no more. I gotta make a point of saying that right now. This yeah. movie, like all the jokes, like the liberal jokes, are like bottom of the junk drawer. Like I forget, I don't know one of you guys said it one time where it's like like the French waiter joke is like the dollar bin joke. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like this is like the dollar bin joke for liberals. Like it's it's so fucking just. It's so hacky. It's just yeah. easy. It's just so. It's just. It's just. It's just like every. It's. It's just every old. It's. It like this was written by a guy wearing Oakleys in the front seat of an F one fifty. Like it was just. It's <laughs> yeah. every talking point about well, the current state of education. But like it's, it would almost make more sense if they were high school students. One, they might know what a flash drive is, and two, like, are are kids like. Are people overly worried about gendering kindergartners? You know what I mean? Like it just—it yeah. seems odd. Well, to answer your question, certain people certainly are because they're okay. people are fucking insane these days. So, High yeah. school garden cop would be a fun movie, though. <laughs> uh, um, anything else, guys? Alec, what did you think of this movie? Oh my god! Can we just get the five knuckle shuffle? Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. He, must be, he must go back on vacation. Leave the man alone. All right. Let's I, I regret everything. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Do you want to tell? It's not gonna apply this week, but TJ, do you want to explain certified good? Oh shit! Yeah, I know. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, so I've, I've come up with a new designation for good movies that we watch on the show, and it's a certified good ass movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if 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 a, if a, I think an average score of nine, I think an average score of eight, eight, eight or, or higher, an average score of eight or yeah, that is a certified good ass movie, and I have a logo that I'm working oh, on. Is it? So. Is, I I gotta dig up the certified fine logo that we yeah, had. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> certified just a tomato with like the straight face. <laughs> and certified gonna... good ass movie. I don't know. I was kicking around in my head, and I thought it sounded funny. Yeah. And the sexy sister to that will be shitty, even with titty, which will be <laughs> the bad movies. Even that does have titty in it. A lot of bad movies have titty. Uh, all right, five knuckle shuffle time, Alec. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I've never done this before. I'm no, going, no. I'm, I'm going zero. <laughs> Not only is this like a terrible movie that never should have been made, and also <laughs> sullied a good movie that I liked when I was younger. <laughs> like, I, I, I. I <laughs> <laughs> who, who funded this? Who funded this movie? Like, who put up money? And was like, University. Yeah, this is a good idea. Breaker <laughs> University. <laughs> like, uh, this thing is just like the turd of turds. It's so bad. 
Yeah, it's real bad. Capital Arts Entertainment. Who's the guy who runs the Seven Hundred Club? Pat Robertson. Pat this Robertson. Is his, this is this is one of his. This is his vehicle. Universal. Ugh. Maybe they'll go bankrupt soon as penance for this turd. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then yeah, this thing sucks. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> this thing sucks. Nobody's good in it. Like, it's not funny. There's no jokes. Bill Bellamy is the best part of the movie, and if that's the best part of your movie, man, you're in some trouble. <laughs> you really. The last are. thing I even the last thing I remember him in at all, not even like being good in, was that show Fastlane with oh, yeah. Peter <laughs> Fantaselli. Yeah, I remember. And that. that was like 15 years ago. Like, who was that one of those corpse? one like season Fox. Fox cop shows? Yeah, it was like a Fox cop show where it was like yeah. a rip off of like Fast and the Furious, I think. Um, man, I, like, I swear, like, this is just this was torture trying to get through it. <laughs> yeah, and it, was, it wasn't even that long, it was barely an hour and a half. Yeah, it was actually kind of short, it was on the shorter like, side. Felt like I was watching Suicide Squad in two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Except that was fun. Uh, TJ. Uh, it's like a it's like a one for me, dog. Um, and the only reason it gets a one point bump is because I laugh and that guy got his nuts tased. And that's it. Uh, that's the only thing I remember. I'll ever remember about this movie. And I, that won't even last very long. Uh, this movie shouldn't exist. It's an affront to God. It's a front to art as a, as a film as an art form. Uh, it's total trash. And the the cherry on top of the shit Sunday is that the comedy that it does have, <laughs> like we've already talked about, is literally just like the the like ultra right right wing like isn't everything nowadays like like whoever wrote this script uses the term pussification a lot. They should have got Steven Crowder to play <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's part. I mean, that would have, that would have been funnier. Kindergarten's yeah. easy to teach. Change my mind. Yeah. Uh, he's too busy posting about his, like, tit surgery or whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, this movie fucking sucks. It's terrible. Uh, Sean. It's a zero, dude. Like, how could it not be? It's like, it's... I don't even understand what the point... Like, at least with, like, Blade Runner 2049, and it's going to be the last time I compare these movies, even though we've already done it twice... It has a hardcore cult following that is going to see the movie at least once, right? Yeah. Like, it's a seminal movie. Like, Kindergarten Cop's a fun comedy we saw when we were kids. Are there diehard fucking Kindergarten yeah. Cop? Like, is there a Kindergarten Cop con somewhere? Like, Well, I would also I would also argue that, or not argue, but I'd add that Blade Runner is like a rich world. And there's a lot you could do, even if you didn't make a direct sequel to Blade Runner, there's a lot of things you could, a lot of different directions you can go. It's not like there's a lot of world building in Kindergarten Cop. I was going to say, like, the only way that Kindergarten Cop 2 makes sense is if the kindergartner joins the FBI, but they already made a movie like that, I think, with Burt Reynolds and some little kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which Top I think. Top yeah. and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand what this movie is doing or who it's for or, like, I don't know what they thought they were cashing in on unless it was just like, Yo, if we don't make another kindergarten cop movie in the next 30 years, Marvel gets the rights back or whatever the fuck. <laughs> so we got to do it just to keep it. Like, it's so, like, I'm shocked that, like, this movie's so bad, like, I'm surprised they got Bellamy and Lundgren. You know what I mean? 
Like it's like it's beneath Bill Bellamy to be in this movie, and even Dolph Lundgren, even in his like late career, fucking Nadir. Like this is, it feels like a pilot for a kindergarten cop TV show on like I don't even know what like <laughs> the, fucking the Roku, the Roku yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah, like it's just fucking just abject garbage. Uh, but I wasn't as like bored because it was so like also insane. I mean, I was bored, but I wasn't like. Yeah. Centennial Man board, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, so uh, gobbles. So I'm I'm having a hard time with this one because I don't know. This is either a zero or a five. Like it's just so, like just like it, it just so doesn't need to exist. Like I will forget about this movie soon. Like I'm not angry at this movie. It's just <clears throat> dumb. It's just dumber than dog shit. It makes me wonder that if Dolph, maybe Dolph Lundgren holds a lot of these wacky right wing ideals, and this is kind of like his passion project. Like I don't know why else he would be involved. Uh, I did a little digging while people were talking about some of the bona fides of the folks that made this movie. The guy who directed it wrote Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Uh, Weird. Some of the other people. Who... Guys, do you know that movie takes place in the future? I did not. <laughs> yeah. Wild. It's like a cyberpunk movie or some shit, I swear to God. Yeah. Um, the other writers for this, they wrote things like Space Jam and Trading Places and Twins. Uh, <clears throat> the guy who that's, wrote, No, the guy, the Twins is probably the original. Right? Yeah, no, they the had to original, give him a story by credit. No, the original guy was, he only wrote two things, Kindergarten Cop and Kindergarten Cop 2. Um, hmm, this wow. movie is just... It's, <clears throat> oh, so this is like a passion project. Yeah, like this movie is... <laughs> This movie's just no one acts the way humans would act in any scenario. <laughs> it um, should shouldn't have been a passion project. Should have been a passion of the Christ project, and they crucified him <laughs> for it. <laughs> I mean, this it's just the, it, this it, it's a zero, I guess. I mean, it's just it's dumber than dog shit, and it doesn't. I think nothing about it makes a lick of. No one would ever do any of the things that ever happened in this movie. Like it would, it wouldn't, if the whole thing took place in like a dying AI's final thoughts, like that would make sense. (laughs) Oh, this is the end of the, the fucking, uh, the epilogue. I have no mouth and must scream. Yeah. Like, like if if at the very end it pulled back and it was just Hal's light fading out, I'd be like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I get that. (laughs) That makes sense to me. I would give the movie a nine if that's how it ended. (laughs) No, this is just, this is just, it is unrepentantly stupid, and I just can't, I can't get it. But it's not right. fun. It's but it's like, not fun. It'd be one thing if it was stupid and, like, madcap, and, like, they leaned into how bad it was. Right, but, but it's, it's just boring. But it thinks it's fun, which makes it worse. Like, it thinks yeah, yeah. it's having a good time. Yeah, I guess you're right. If Dolph Lundgren came in there with a fucking, drove into the school with, like, a grave digger or something, <laughs> yeah. and, like... Shot like guns went, in like, there, like that would be fun. If it went um, last action hero, but in a kindergarten, cool. Like I, but this is just it's this is one of the worst things we've seen, just for the weirdest reasons possible. So Kevin Nash should have starred in this. Yes, right. You know what? I want Joe Michaels. What's the big? What's the big boy from Arch Enemy who I love? Um, Joe Manganiello. Uh, that was, so Kindergarten Cop 3 needs to have him, but it needs to be the <laughs> character from Arch Enemy, and wow. he's teaching Kindergarten. That's a good-ass movie. That's, 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 a, that's certified a certified good-ass good movie. movie, Arch Enemy. Yeah, it came and went. Uh, yeah. God bless Anyway, uh, what are we watching next week? I think it's my pick, unfortunately. 
Um, I had something for this. It God, was... please let it be Rocky Four. <laughs> it's not though. Fuck. Maybe it will be. Should <laughs> you know what? God. All right, I'm just gonna call it. I'll, I'll call it Rocky Four just because I think. All right, God. yeah. We need, to, we need to like. We need to watch it. I might. I just for funzos. I might watch the other thing I was gonna watch, which was it wasn't Red Scorpion. What was it? Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. Where he gets We've to play. watched Dark Angel. We watched Dark Angel. It's it's also titled I Come in Peace. It's the same yeah. movie. That movie rules. Oh, that's the same. Oh, it's the same movie. We also slaps. We also did Red Scorpion. I think you were golfing or something that week. Red okay. Scorpion is a movie that, in retrospect, I think we all like a lot more than we did when we watched yeah, it. So, so yeah. Rocky Ford, the Dolph Lundgren, or I'm sorry, the yeah. Ivan Drago origin story. Yeah, Rocky Four is great. Rocky all right, Ford. fine. We get to watch a movie that's good. Hell yeah. Cool. I'm All into right. it. All right, everybody. That's the show. Right. Alec, go back to enjoying your vacation. Yeah. I'll try after this. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it on myself. I can't complain. I mean, no, I've done. Okay. I've done. I mean, yeah. I made. I made us all watch jujitsu, so we all have our crosses. I, I'm still responsible for fucking uh, La Samurai, and I picked that thinking it was going to be good. So uh, yeah. I thought I loved Krull. So here we yeah. are. <laughs> Yeah. Well, who, who picked Cosmic Sin? I think that was me too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but that, that was, was no, that was new. me. That was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we knew what we were getting into. Oh, I, oh, I guess I didn't mention. I watched the first six minutes of Breach, and I was like, nope. And <laughs> that's the movie off. they made in the fo- That's the movie they made the following weekend after. I think Cosmic it was the next Sin. sound stage <laughs> over. It was like there was like a, some like some road cones. I watched, and on this side, I, it's Breach, and in this side, it's Cosmic. I watched some YouTube video where the guy was uh, reviewing Breach, and they got, like, he has, uh, Bruce Willis has a flamethrower in that movie that looks like a super sinker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Alright, everybody. All right. Bye. Later, boys. Bye. Night.